Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to read the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is the delightful forum called Happy Bachelor. And Happy Bachelor Forum is a forum for men who hate women. They have given up on women. They're not gay. They still、uh, like to have relations with women. They're just not interested in what women have to offer as far as being partners with them. It's a wonderful forum to go to if you just want to delve into the mind of a sad, angry man.、Uh, now, don't get me wrong, they seem to be enjoying their lives.、Um, they just seem to spend an inordinate amount of time just being angry at women in general. So, let's get right into the first post. And that first post. Is going to be in the Happy Bachelor forum, subforum general, subforum introductions and testimonies, in a thread entitled Angry Women by Christopher Oregon. I have a confession to make. In spite of my independence, my strengths and seemingly infinite wisdom, there is one thing that scares me and causes me to run in the opposite direction. What you might ask would that be? An angry woman. Now, mind you, I've never been married. I've never been trained by my wife to respond in terror whenever she goes ballistic. My mother, a scary person in her own right, was still ladylike at all times. She would never raise her voice. Her withering look was enough to freeze anyone in their tracks. Yet, in spite of never marrying, I take great care not to provoke women, even in a non work setting where my job would be threatened by a vindictive, irrational woman. I seem to instinctively walk in the other direction if I hear a woman raising her voice, or even if I see a scowl on her face, even in a grocery store, or if I'm on the train commuting. I scan the faces of women looking for any signs of anger. Why, pray tell, do you think this is so? Do you feel the same way? Is it hardwired into all men to become apprehensive, nay, scared shitless when a woman expresses her ire? Is it the result of feminism? Is it because testosterone levels are falling in men? I would love to get your input. Am I just a big weenie that is naturally terrified of women? Or so some of you harbor latent fears of the wrath of women? I am willing to fess up. How about you? Christopher in Oregon. Symphony replies, I agree, it is best to avoid perma scowl women that cover the Anglosphere as water covers the earth. They are misery looking for misery, or looking to bring you into their miserable and pathetic lives. Life is too short, your time too valuable. Other deserving people want your presence of greatness around them to lift them up. Why throw it to such swine? Why be around these wretched and miserable perma scowl frumpy women? Why disrupt your state of Zen? Just look at how miserable the men are that are with these perma scowl Anglosphere women. It's like a snowball effect. These men now try to make your life miserable as a woman would. Depart from such people. Energy vampires, if ever such. Woman, misery be thy name. The yin in physical form. Sacrificing my yang for poon tang is not my thang. However, when my girlfriends in the past got angry and mad and started yelling, I did the same. Mirror effect. Mutual assured destruction. My girlfriends would always back down, as I am more than willing to press the nuke button anytime, anywhere. This is worthy consideration if you desire to be in a relationship with a woman. You must be ready to nuke everything at any time and anywhere. Superbad replies I am an expert at using women's own words against them. They end up arguing with the previous sentences, as if in a time warp. When women go ballistic, I try not to let them phase me, and I've said some awful shit. I try to be the better person and laugh in their face. To do this, imagine laying on a beach chair, 
sun blazing, breeze going, and getting blown. You lose track of what they're saying. Try it. It works. I carry a digital reminder. When a chick is off her rocker, I press the button and play a pre-recorded message. Example, it says, quote, I'm sorry to hear about your problem, but the real problem is you're a noob. Close quotes. I am good at adding words into my sentences for dual meaning. For example, quote, I am truly your fault sorry. I sincerely lie or hope you will nutcase accept my apology. I do this to women early on. It's a great icebreaker. And how they react speaks volumes. Analyzing replies. I escaped from a crazy termagant one time ago. Deep down, my gut feeling knew something was wrong with this creature, who was a Hispanic AW. And that stands for angry woman. Her insidious attitude got really old. She was from Honduras and acted like a typical gringo chick from the States. I used to ruffle her feathers and tell her, why do you have to behave like these white chicks? She would get pissed. She knew her verbal manipulative behavior was not how she was raised. But once they put their feet on U.S. soil, you know how the story goes. Pretending to be a good Hispanic girl with the A.W. mentality. Right. After a while, mentally, it was cumbersome. I had to do the right thing. Oops. I mean, I had to do the I had to do the M-G-H-O-W thing and drop her like a sack of potatoes. It was brilliant how I did it, to me at least. I should have been awarded an Oscar for my performance if she only knew how I did it. <laughs> I call it the preemptive equalizer. <laughs> Miggs replies about the Hispanic women. Men go over there and get physical bowel disease. Women come over here and get give mental and emotional shit. It's not fair. A forum guest replies, I do not recommend bringing a foreign wife to the U.S. However, Anglo women are so bad that the divorce rate for foreign women in the U.S. is allegedly half of what it is to be married to an Anglo woman. That is still too high, of course, but it does show you how disgusting Anglo women really are. Viva Mexico! And in another thread, in the general introductions and testimony subform, Christopher Oregon writes again in a new thread he entitled, Jabba the Hutt. My friends, I'll try to infuse a wee bit of humor, but still offer a valuable lesson. If you read my other thread, you'd know I had to attend the funeral recently for the son of my friend Ted. I hadn't seen Ted's ex-wife in a number of years. She, of course, hates me. Why, oh why, do women hate me? I is so lovable. It's a mystery. When Ted married her about 25 years ago when she was 17, I think, she was, to put it simply, hotter than a two-bit pistol. This woman was pretty, feminine, sleek, slender, in a word, hot. Even I was secretly envious of Ted when he snagged that one. When she walked, she literally flowed along. I can't think of a better description. She stayed that way through her 20s. Ah, what a difference a few years can make. I've seen her a few times in recent years, and like all women, she is aged and not so gracefully. This is to be expected. This is what the creatures do, much to the chagrin of the men who marry them. Always remember the old adage, men age like fine wine, women age like vinegar, or cheese if you prefer. I watched the entire six Star Wars films last week. <laughs> I watched the entire six Star Wars films last week, one after the other over two days. If you haven't done it, I recommend it. What struck me is how closely Ted's ex-wife now resembles one of my favorite characters, Jabba the Hutt. No, I'm not kidding. Not exactly, anyway. There is a disturbing resemblance to that giant slug that causes me to contemplate the words of my dear departed mother. She warned me for years about the mysteries of women, and one point she hammered over and over again was that what you see is not what you get when it comes to marriage and women. 
one line she used over and over again was that women do not age gracefully. She's been dead 10 years this coming spring, and her words haunt me to this day as if she was sitting here again, right now. She was half Jewish and had an intense way of looking at you in the eyes. An amazing woman, a pain in the ass for my father, but for whatever reason, she broke the code and told me all about women. Women do not age gracefully. I echo her words here now for all of you to consider. Women get old, fat, ugly, and saggy fairly quickly, and bearing children accelerates the process. Dramatically. Right about the time that a woman's eggs start to go bad, around age 27, the rest of her body is also decomposing, for lack of a better term. No, I take that back. There is no better term. A woman is slowly, or not so slowly, falling to pieces shortly after you marry her. Decomposition. It has a pleasant ring to it. At least as a bachelor it does. <laughs> Christopher in Oregon. Rebel replies. Strange how this sounds a bell to me. My own mother used to speak to me in the same terms. She always told me not to see the daughter, but the mother if I wanted to take a peep at the future. By the way, it's nice to have you back. DSC replies. Men age like fine wine. Women age like milk. That's the version I'm aware of. <laughs> Christopher of Oregon replies again. There is one unchangeable fact regarding women. They never love men. Period. A woman is always, always, always your adversary. Even if you don't know it, she does. And it's good to be back, my friend. Analyzing replies. It's funny. I just saw one of my exes recently. We broke up when she was 20 years old, and now she's like 35 years old. And man, oh man, when I saw her with her brother, it took me by surprise. I first saw her brother, but my mind didn't register that he was walking with his sister, my ex. When I glanced over to introduce myself, I then realized it was her. My ex smiled at me, and the lines on her face... I could have written a book on it. It almost scared me because I saw the spitting image of her mother. Ew-wee. I told them I had to leave. Gotta go. When I was walking away in my mind, I was like, thank you, Lord. It's true. They have windows of beauty. Men age like fine wine and women age like ew-wee. Rebel replies, I think you are absolutely right. Women want to be loved. They never, ever, ever say that they love. Before you jump, let me state that the woman in love is pure myth. I think they can't feel love. It's not in them. Perhaps for very valid reasons of survival. But what? Women can't feel love any more than men can be pregnant. Maybe this is the reason they want so much to be loved, never knowing what the word means. I also believe that deep inside, women are secretly jealous of men. They would love being men because men, it is well known, have much deeper feelings. They know inside their very being that they are inferior to men. We can accommodate that, but it seems that ladies cannot handle strong and independent men. Superbad adds, Welcome back, Christopher. Amen. Women over 45 are walking corpses. <laughs> Marcus Aurelius replies, Right on with this post, man. I'm one of the new guys on this board. I discovered it after a horrible breakup with my own Ameriskank, and my best friend had recommended several misogynist sites. I was formerly Fox Mulder 614 on here, but I decided to take the gloves off and go with my main internet nickname, after my favorite of the Stoic philosophers, the great Roman emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Women do not age gracefully. One of the ways I have dealt with the personal lust issue over the years was to dwell on, as the Buddha says, the impermanence of forms. This is mentioned in several books of the Pali Canon, using graphic, yet true imagery. Consider the beautiful woman, but consider how her body is made up of blood, pus, mucus, urine, fecal matter, etc. You get the idea. Also, consider, indeed, the impermanence of her form. 
My namesake talks about this too in the meditations. All physical forms are but rotting corpses, decaying every moment of every day. Would you feel the same lust if you saw this beautiful woman with her skin covered in maggots, with vultures pecking at her eyes? This will happen. I highly suggest anyone struggling with the lust issue to read the Buddha, as you are quite correct, my friend. Pyrolite adds, I fell hard for a girl who didn't feel the same way near the end of high school. It was the typical story for this age where she just wanted to be friends, though she'd make constant hints of my suitability as a mate. Someone else's mate, of course. For years, I pined over what never came to pass. But then I saw her on Facebook. She's not a Java, but still has a nice layer of blubber growing and is much worse for wear. Can't say I'm into the size or placement of her tattoos either. Well, she's some other guy's problem now. Do not want. At the time, and long after, her rejection was soul-crushing. After Facebook, I never again looked back at what might have been, because it revealed a truth that wasn't accessible to me before. I'm just free, not deeply scarred with freedom to console me. Just free. Feels so good. <sighs> and in a new thread, again in Introductions and Testimonies, Christopher Oregon again starts a thread, and this one is entitled, Oriental Women, Fellows. An informal poll, if I may. Many of us are attracted to Oriental women. My oldest brother, the psychologist who ultimately emptied his skull with a bullet as a result of a malicious wife, married an Oriental woman, a true dragon lady if there ever was one. My other brother, after an unsuccessful marriage to a fat Norwegian sperm whale, married an Oriental, who so far hasn't driven him to suicide. I have numerous friends who have done so as well. Married Orientals, that is. It is becoming more common every day. Whether they be Filipino, Japanese, Chinese, or Taiwanese, Oriental women seem to fascinate American men. The question is this, are we attracted to them because of 1. Physical charms, 2. A more submissive personality, 3. Their lack of cellulite, 4. Are we just curious to see if their vaginas are really and truly horizontal or vertical like the rest of them? I ain't telling. I'd like to hear some opinions. Christopher in Oregon. Pyrolite writes, When I think of an Oriental lady... I think of a lady who is attentive and kind, who puts the home first, I mean the heart of it and not the furniture and the chandeliers, who isn't compiling a shopping list in her head when you sit down to dinner and talk, who won't get fat and who wants to please you in bed and in the kitchen. She also has probably not sluttered around like her North American counterparts and is less likely to cheat. Traditional, respectful, peaceful, happy, and far less materialistic. Symphony replies, I was in the Philadelphia airport this year and noticed all the Asian women walking around their planes or getting off them were petite, feminine, and dressed very stylishly, yet refined. It was an incredible contrast against the sea of American women wearing jeans, flip-flops, sweatpants, baseball caps, gaudy sunglasses, mismatched slut hooker attire, etc. Fashion sense for American women is dead. Of course, the perma-scowl was on the American women's faces, while the Asian women were quite pleasant in appearance. In the Athens airport, the European women dressed like the Asian women mentioned, stylish yet refined, no flip-flops, no gaudy sunglasses, no baseball caps, no jeans, etc., but half had the perma-scowl look that the American women had, and the other half were pleasant, like Asian women. I just think Asian women own on everything feminine, hands down, attitude and dress, which is extremely attractive to the masculine man. Analyzing replies, once females come to the States, they act like they were born and raised here. Like somehow they took a six-month crash course in feminism. Some don't even speak English, but behave like AWs. I can even tell many Mexican females act westernized. I've heard that many Mexican females are quote-unquote loose when young like AWs. I've been with a few Oriental women, and they have not treated me with contempt. Not yet, anyways. Miggs replies, 
I made a post about this. My first wife was born here to a large Mexican family, and her dad was old school. He told me, quote unquote, don't let her go out. But I didn't listen as I felt she should be old enough to be responsible. Someone pointed out that she was raised like that. She would have listened if I had told her no. In retrospect, I agree, and the old man was right. I remember, he had great wisdom on a lot of life, and that was no different. The wisdom in the old ways came from generations of experience. Todd Turner replies, I went through the quote-unquote oriental women are better phase around 15 to 20 years ago. My conclusions based on numerous time in the field. The Asian women from more prosperous countries, Japan, Taiwan, etc., can be as difficult in a long-term relationship as American women. A woman from a bad situation in Asia, i.e. a rice farming village in rural Thailand, may lower her standards to get out of a bad situation. But once she's in the U.S., she is no more or less likely to screw the guy over than one of her American counterparts. Asian women can be just as promiscuous as their WW counterparts. Asian women raised in the U.S. are virtually indistinguishable from white women on the attitude front. But, that's my cat. But, Asian women do tend to run more on the petite side. This is their big selling point for me. There aren't many authentic Asian American hillbilly women out there yet, so as a group, they do tend to project more femininity and refinement. And the next thread is in the general subforum, American slash Western women behavior, confessions, and horror stories, in a thread entitled, American Women Just Want to Use Men for Favors, by S. Jenner. Funny, I met this attractive young American woman a few weeks ago after moving to my new place in Southern California. She blew me off rudely, and then I just ignored her. Now she texts me, no phone call, asking for help fixing her internet. I tell her that I need a ride home from the hospital after receiving morphine, and she tells me she loaned her car already to a guy and cannot give me a ride home. So, women in this country want favors, but never want to reciprocate unless you are a thug, drug dealer, punk, ex-con, or professional athlete. Henry Tudor replies, She probably thought you would rape her on the way home from the hospital. That's how they think. But you know, the convicts are hot and would never rape her. S. Jenner replies, Well, she probably would not trust me to enter her apartment to work on her computer if she really thought I would rape her. I think she just did the let's be friends to me. So I will just keep blowing her off. No chance of banging her. And as we men know, we can really not be friends with any woman. Rebel replies, Be grateful for her blowing you off rudely. It may have saved you troubles galore. I would stay well away from this female. Believe me, I know the type. If you can, try to ignore her completely and hope that she will dismiss you as useless to her. If the spider does not find you tasty enough for her, it's not bad for you at all. S. Jenner replies again. Funny. She let some guy borrow her $70,000 brand new BMW M3 car, but cannot find time to give me a ride home when I need help, and then expects me to spend hours fixing her computer? Nope. Won't be a sucker for that. And in a new thread in the general Philosophies of Life and Spirituality forum, and in a thread entitled The Mangina Awards, Superbad writes, Ashton Cooter is the epitome of the Mangina, and that is why so many women love him. He is exactly what every old lady dreams about, dating a young, tall, famous, and good-looking, rich, naive actor. Throwing a hot old lady the bone occasionally is one thing, but marrying her? <laughs> LOL. Of course, the world commends him for being a real man, for gallantly riding in on his horse, stepping up and marrying his mommy. Oedipus would be proud. This knight in shining mangina hood spends his days raising an old lady's children. How noble. Then later at night, he boldly shoves his boyish face in and rides that old vagina into the sunset. Hi-ho, tuna! Away! At this point, 
His only chance at redemption is to turn 40, divorce her ass for $40 million, and start banging the Olsen twins. Asher was a rising young star whose raging hormones got him sucked into Demi's aging cooter like a black hole. But he will not be forgotten. He will always be remembered as the man who married his mommy. Go ask mommy for her pocketbook, kid. I think I hear the ice cream truck. Henry Tudor replies, I must admit, this is one holly weird marriage I never understood. Seriously, why would any man marry an older woman? With kids! You know, I was kind of disappointed that Matt Damon married his single mother girlfriend. At least Ashton Kutcher was smart enough to marry a bitch with millions. On the other hand, having sex with a woman who's had children is not the best choice. No matter how many kegels she does, the canal will never shrink down to the same size it was before. Why waste all that effort for so little gratification? Aren't those Bruce Willis's kids? <laughs> Christopher Oregon replies, Hi-ho, tuna, way! Classic line. There's nothing quite like aged pussy, and it don't age like wine. Not by a long shot. Ugh. I tried a 40-year-old pussy when I was 21. Aside from the hideous stench, you could have driven a tank through the opening. Unbelievable. Talk about the gates of hell. Christopher of Oregon. <laughs> Classy guy. And finally, I'd like to bow out of the Happy Bachelor Forum with a thread entitled Experiences on the Quality of Women Out There by H. Vandermeer. And the thread goes a little something like this. Most women you meet after mid-twenties or so are unstable, and there is a reason for this, so you can deal with it or give up. In my experience, the good women get snapped up young. Good women don't divorce their husbands and put in the effort and sacrifice to make their families work. And men don't divorce good women, knowing how rare they are. Good women only divorce if they have a really bad husband. Who beats them, drinks away the children's future, etc. For a man, divorce is a last resort, as he knows he will be ruined and lose his kids. Only if he will go crazy with the nutter he is married to, does a man choose divorce. I got driven to that state before I had to call it quits, but it's not easy. Now, the trashy, unstable women easily opt for a divorce, as they come away with a house and car which are useful to attract their next victim. That is why most divorces are initiated by women. These women have no honor or integrity. Divorce stats tell you how common these women are in both senses of the word. That means, as you get older, you only have three types of women available to you, if you want to choose from amongst your own. 1. Those that are so ugly, fat, mentally or emotionally unstable, slutty or selfish that no one wanted to marry them in the first place. 2. Those that are decent but were abused, so got divorced for their safety and for the future of their kids. Unfortunately, they are now so mentally damaged that they hate men and will never trust one. 3. The unstable, disloyal, selfish bitch that will use you, divorce you, and move on, and made her husband's life hell. None of these are suitable wife material. All three are mentally unstable. The stable women have remained married and focused on supporting their husbands and families. That means the pickings get slim as you get older. I know some of the first type. No kids, some career-oriented, but can be stable and very attractive. Not suitable since I have kids, and they tend to be yuppies and very self-absorbed. Many of the second type actually lie about it, and they were not abused, nor are their exes alcoholics. They are less common than the common perception. After all, why would a decent woman marry such a man in the first place? I usually check and meet the ex. Often he is decent and the crazy bitch was too much for him. The third type are everywhere. 
Most of the girlfriend I had past few years are of this type. Thank you, but no thank you. Take your cunt and move on. I don't need the debris you leave behind cluttering my life. That leaves option four, a foreign woman, if you are that way inclined. For me, that is not an option. I believe I have a duty to my voc and race to keep it alive and thriving, to reproduce the genes that were passed on to me by thousands of ancestors. They have fought to preserve their kind and culture through all historical upheavals. So who am I to throw all that away and make the, all their sacrifice in vain? And the Bible tells us to choose a wife from amongst your own, to separate the nations like a shepherd separates sheep from the goats, etc. The springbok does not lie with or graze with the impala. That means I can only choose a white one and have white kids. Pass on the blonde hair and green eyes in my family. The sense of duty and discipline inherited through generations, etc. The kids must grow up to understand what it means to be a white African and the sacrifices it took to bring them here. To raise half-breed coloreds or Asiatics means they are rootless with no common ground with their ancestors. I had my kids with one who is of good bloodline, which I got young when she was 20. But she grew up without a father in a man-hating household. Hence, the offspring were fine, but it was misery for me tolerating such a creature. One more conclusion I have drawn from this. If you want a good woman, check out her relationship with her father. Every decent woman has an excellent relationship with her father. It is the fathers that teach stability, decision-making, integrity, and honor. It is the fathers that are role models and teach girls to seek male attention and respect without spreading their legs. Without a strong, decent father, a girl has no chance in life of becoming a decent wife one day. It is the breakdown of the family and the removal of the father that is the cause of this crisis in Western women we see today. The crisis in the black community is caused by absentee fathers. What kind of role model is Snoop Doggy Dog, etc.? What chance do kids have if they look up to this? The crisis in the white community is single mothers determined to avoid having a man play a significant role in the family. What chance does a kid have when he sees his father emasculated by the unstable creature that is his mother? Either way, the kids are lost. Boys without fathers have far greater chance of ending up in prison or as sociopaths. Girls without fathers become sluts, seeking male attention through their vaginas. That means for men, misery and sacrifice are almost guaranteed if you feel any sense of duty to your Volk. And H. Vandermeer replies to his own thread, There's also a fifth option that I just thought of, but probably not an option for most of us. Become gay. Is the rise of homosexuality because, one, they are now more free to express it due to the declined morality in our society. Two, men are so disgusted with women that they are opting for other men. Or three, boys grow up so full of anger at women due to their unstable mothers who drove away their fathers that they become gay? The last girlfriend I dumped seems to fit option three. She had mood swings hourly, completely unstable and spontaneous. Both her kids were messed up and ended up in therapy. They were emotionally several years behind their peers and had constant disruptive problems in school. One was stabbing girls with pencils, kicking girls, etc. I warned her that her behavior is going to result in her son growing up to be a wife basher or gay. She refused to listen. Then the school recommended therapy, and the therapist said the boy was filled with anger towards his mother as her behavior caused his father to leave. Like the boy really hated females, farther more than the normal seven-year-old boy not wanting to play with girls. Like the boy did not play any sport, he couldn't socialize with kids his own age, was still wetting the bed. His brother was even worse off. It can only be the mother to blame. What other influences do they have? So women today are ruining the next generation of men. Boogie Pop replies, 
My problem with the quality of women out there is fourfold. One, many of them seem to want men to be more like women. And when we're not, we get hell for it. They want you to talk all the time about inane bullshit that no man cares about. They want you to be yet another one of their girlfriends when you'd rather just sit and watch TV and veg out without thinking about stupid shit. I've learned never, ever to listen to a woman. If I need advice or if I want to listen to someone's opinion, I'll listen to another dude's opinion. Women got fucked up standards and ideas nowadays. 2. Many of them simply have unrealistic perceptions of what a relationship is. These women seem to think that a relationship is about how entertained she is and how happy she is. 3. They have unrealistic expectations of what a relationship should be and what's exactly worthwhile in it. For me, I just want a woman who will give me regular sex. Not nag me to death, be nice and treat me like I'm loved, and not be goddamned ugly. But that's not how women today see this. They want every damn thing on a five-foot-long list, and if even one thing is off, they think you're scum. 4. Many of them seem to think that it's a man's job to take care of them financially, but not their job to take care of the home and do the cooking and cleaning if they aren't working. They're greedy as hell. They don't see you as a person. They see you as the machine that gives them what they want. Well, I didn't know that uh, women were so terrible. My goodness, I'm really going to have to go back and reevaluate my marriage now because the happy bachelors have shown me the way. Man, if I get free out of this marriage, I can, I'll be free to look for women to hate and use and be angry at. A whole new world has opened up for me. Well, uh, I hope that you have enjoyed the Happy Bachelor forums from happybachelor.proboards.com if you want to go and if I've helped just one angry man find out about a community of people who share his beliefs that women are terrible, I've done my job. Once again, I want to let everyone know that I did not write any of these posts. I only read them for you from the internet. I don't know if you're interested, but on the front page of the loureads.com blog, you can go and click on the Facebook fan page link and it'll take you to the Facebook fan page you can join. As of today, there are 124 people who are interested in Lou Reads. And that is fun for me to see how many people join all the time. So please feel free to do that. And also click on my Amazon things and see all the dumb stuff I picked for you guys because I, I went through all my podcasts and I was like, what can I find that's related to this so there's all kinds of great books on fisting and weed vaporizers and all that stuff who knew amazon sold that stuff did you i didn't know that but they do all right i'm going to let you guys off the hook now and let you do what you gotta do go do it all right this is lou from lou reads i will see you soon goodbye